This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Check in. Coco, guess what? What? The holidays are coming. I know it. What are we going to do? We're going to shop local. (gasps) That's such a good idea. I know. Let's support our local artists and craftspeople and, you know. Yes. Yes. I have a new favorite place. Tell me. It's called CC&B. How cute is that? I know. Look here. I'm showing you their website at ccnb.com. That's C-E-E-C-E-E-N-B-E-E. So they're ccnb.com and they're simple, pure, and natural apothecary goods. And they have, look, natural deodorant. (gasps) Hallelujah. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I know. And they have all these amazing soaps and tub teas and all these amazing scrubs and beautiful handmade stuff right here in Encinitas. And adorable packaging. What a lovely gift. I know. And then... You might smell better, too. I could potentially (laughs) smell better. And all the rest of us could smell better, too. And we'd support our local, our friends and our community. It's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. CCNB.com. Welcome to Free the Housewives. I'm Chicken. And I'm Coco. We are Lucadia Housewives looking for adventure and inner peace. On the bottom of the laundry pile. Welcome to our weekly podcast. We're here to explore the world. And free ourselves from the monotony of housewifedom. (laughs) That's not a word. It is now. Yay! We will give advice. And get advice. We'll laugh. And learn. And eat. Eat? Yes, eat. We'll call our old boyfriends. What about our husbands? And there'll be some general mischief. Oh, and maybe some mayhem? Let's free the housewives. Let's do it! Give a speech. No, I I had a dream, oh, and I oh, wrote it down. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm prepared. All right, chicken, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Free the Housewives. On Friday. I know. This is so weird. It's so weird. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I was sick for a million years. I know it. I was sick for the last podcast that we recorded. Yeah. And if you are a complete fan and you want like behind the scenes kind of <laughs> stuff, you could go back and listen to last week's episode, which is called on on the QT on the QT. Right. Um, and you could actually hear me like flumming up. No, no. It was more like <laughs> um, it was more like I was going to like I'm tired and like I'm going to um, faint or something like oh. th- I sound vulnerable in the mm. podcast. Like I listened back to the to the feed and I was like, hi, like, <laughs> well, here we are at the barely existing. Yeah. And, and usually I'm like just completely like full of myself and you were going down. I was going down and you can tell I think you can tell by the sound of my voice and the quality of my voice just how sick I was. OK, but. You said that you're still not totally better. I'm not, but I have energy today. Yesterday okay. I was face down. I was crying yesterday Aww. because being sick for 10 days, I thought I was like, what if you never, ever get Well, better? if you look at my search history on my computer, uh-huh. you're, you're going to see mono. What are symptoms <laughs> of mono? What about meningitis? Uh, maybe m- pneumonia. Right. I, I was like, what is wrong with me? Something is seriously wrong with me. Oh. And I was crying. I called Shane crying. I'm so sick still. And um, so I'm better today. I sound sick. Right. But I'm better. Okay. Better is good. Yeah. No, I have energy and I care again. I 
right on. I think I believe that there's a future. Right. Like I can get and some that stuff you could done. Be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's a long time to be down. Yeah. So we're here on a Friday. We usually record on Wednesday. Wednesday. And so that threw us, you know, off a couple days, but we're back. And it's afternoon and we usually yeah. record in the morning. Yeah. We just had our contest on yep. Facebook Live and Amy Glancy was our winner. Hashtag win me some bears. Yeah. Sex. We had some other entries, but she actually had a few entries because she. She yep. took advantage of you could have as many entries as you wanted. That was clearly stated. It in was the rules. clearly stated, mm-hmm. and Amy won. Yay! So, con- if you're listening, Amy Glancy, congratulations! Yes. Um, and thank you for everybody that participated and um, and advertised advertised our show uh-huh. for free. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> we need more people. Um, so the you know we just want everyone to have an opportunity to. Love us. Yeah. Just like we love us. Right? Yeah. Everyone we want to share. Yeah, everyone should be able to hear us. Yeah. Talk and talk and talk. So um, I'm a little bit sad, though, that I was sick because I didn't plan. It's your birthday tomorrow. Oh, it really is. I know. And I wanted to do something and I wanted to have special guests and I had all the, cake. this is your life, all of that. And yeah. basically I was face down. Just Crying. yesterday. Crying. And so I barely got it together to get here today. Yeah, whatever. Tomorrow's my birthday. But I did offer to clean your garage. Yes, so. which is a very generous offer. Yeah, so I feel like even though I can't publicly give you the birthday that you deserve, mm, I'm good. I could clean your garage. Yeah. Which I think is. Yeah, because now that you have um, this zest for life and you think you're going to make it, I'm sure that's top priority for something you'd like to do for your weekend. Clean the garage? Yeah. I'm all about acts of service. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I offered to take you to a movie and like out to dinner, yeah. which is easy birthday. Yeah. Buying a gift, easy birthday. Cleaning, Cleaning someone's garage, garage. You really care about That's me. right. Yep. So I feel like that is like. Yep. <clears throat> and you know I'll do it. I know you will. And I know you'll. I know, but I'm afraid to let you do it. I know. Because you'll make me throw all my shit away. That's right. <laughs> and I love my shit. <laughs> I know, but that's the problem. Yeah. You're, you have hoarder tendencies, so. Yes. And order, order. yeah. So um, happy birthday! Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Sort of. Yeah, I'm here for you. Thank you. I'm a good friend. Yeah. What else? Mm-hmm. We have a guest today, and she's sitting in the studio with us. Yeah. So she's doing really good being quiet over there. I know. I didn't know Maude could be that quiet. I know. She's like me. <laughs> um, we're always anytime I stop talking and somebody can get me to like listen, uh-huh. we're always amazed. Yeah. And my mom is here with us today, Diane Tanner, and she is our uh dream therapist, interpreter, um expert. And and your mom. And she's my cool. mom. Yeah. And so you'll get a little glimpse of where I get the gift for Gab. <laughs> Right? <laughs> People are like, wow, you're so good at podcasting. I'm like, podcasting is talking. <laughs> and I'm great at that. I'm really good at talking. And I get that from my mom. So she's here. We're going to have her on in a few minutes. We're just making her sit there and be quiet for a little while. Yeah. She's, I'm, yeah. yeah. I, you can hear her a little bit, though. She's, she's kind of giggling a little bit in the background. She's trying not to. Yeah. But, um, so are, do we have any other business before we move on to dreams? No, just I've been so busy. Well, you've been sick down been and sick. out. I've been down for I've been 10 doing days. Everything. I mean, oh, I had um You had a at Halloween. Oh, I had right. Dia, Dia de, de los, los Muertos. Is it Muerta? Muertos? Muertos. TOS. Muertos. Muertos. 
um, painted faces for like 150 middle schoolers. Oh, I mean, not, God. not all by myself. But yeah. Well, Marinella busy, helped. Busy, Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's just been since a week ago. Yeah. And I was sick a week ago. And then you know what I did? What? I got on an airplane and I flew up to... Oakland. Right. I went to the Dancing with the Stars event. How many people do you think got sick on that airplane? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did go to the doctor before to see if I had anything that could get on other people. Yeah. I was I was kind enough to do that. Yeah. So and he gave you went to the doctor, you must have been so sick. My throat hurt so badly. Yeah. So but I went up and saw Grandma Betty dance with her star or she was the star that's so cool because i was wanting to be supportive and she was nervous about dancing um she's not a dancer and she was dancing for charity that's so cool yeah and um she won good on you betty dancing with the stars I love it. She got a trophy. She got two. She won two trophies. Two trophies? Yeah. She got the audience award too. Like audience favorite. Because her lipstick looks so great. I did borrow (laughs) lipstick from Linda Linda Goldsmith Goldsmith. and her lip scent. What is it? Lip sanctuary? Yeah. Linda's lip sanctuary. Yeah. She did Linda some. uh, Linda, Linda does. Linda, Linda. Linda lip scents. Linda, Linda lip scents. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That helped. Yeah. She had the beautiful red lips and she did like a quick step it was fun that was a good that's weekend. so cool i know and then i got food poisoning awesome yeah because you're vulnerable anyway yep and uh now it's now i'm up and i'm gonna like make a comeback Here by you cleaning your garage yep it's exciting oh we have some exciting stuff going on maybe we should just move towards dreams <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that sounds sad yeah um Okay. Welcome to the show, Diane. Thank you. Oh, oh she's ready. She's here. Um, Diane Tanner is here with us in the studio. She is our dream interpreter. She is my mom. Um, my mom of 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for coming. My pleasure. And thank you for Coco. Yeah, right? Thank you. If it wasn't for my mom, yeah. no, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have a podcast. This is like original, <laughs> yeah. She's like um, uh, podcast We're, zero, or yeah. what do you call it? Like, uh, Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's kinda, where it all started. Right? Yeah. Yep. So thank my mom. My mom, by the way, um, I'm going to give you a little background about my mom. She is... Um, well, she's been doing dreams as long as I remember. Like okay. She's been – I say doing dreams, but she does interpretations and she does like – I don't know. Is it therapy, mom, or what would you call it? I call it consulting. Consulting. That's Dream a good consulting. way. Consulting. Okay. Okay. And so she has a BA in metaphysical science and – or metaphysical sciences because mm-hmm. that's – There's, there's more. more than one metaphysical science. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> oh. Right? So – this is all the stuff I wouldn't talk about when I was growing up, by the way. Like now Isn't I'm, it ironic? Now, now I'm giving her a bio of all the things I would never mention in my life. Until about 20 years ago, it became kind of vogue, really, to do this stuff. Uh-huh. But 
35, 40 years ago. Not it was cool, like, Maji. Don't mention it to anybody. And you I did it. But she did. She did. But, yeah. but people were, they didn't understand. Like it wasn't, it wasn't as mainstream as it is now to do all these metaphysical sciences. And you also are a clinical hypnotherapist. True. And, um, and she's been doing astrology for as long as I've been in, on the planet. Um, and your basic psychic. Yeah. You know, she worked on the psychic hotline. Do you want to, you can laugh. Oh, by the way, um, we don't edit the show. You can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And we have a, an adult explicit <clears throat> warning on our show. So you don't have to worry about if you say something naughty. Right. You That's, don't have to censor yourself. Yeah. Chicken is, um, she's our resident potty mouth. Yeah. Oops. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's. Oops is not the word anybody <laughs> wants to hear. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fuck. Yeah. So. There um, we have it. Okay. okay. So here we're here today to talk about dreams, but my mom's done a lot of things. Has she? Have you ever experienced any of the Maudai magic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Maudai, we're calling her, Chicken's been calling her Maudai. Yeah. Um, her name's Diane. I might call okay. her mom. You're going to call her Maudai. Yeah. Maudai is what my kids call her. That's like. Grandma uh, Dai. It's like Grandma Dai with kids with speech impediments or, you know, yeah. um, severe That's speech That's what I always call delays. her. That's how she's in my phone. Maudai. <laughs> Maudai. Yeah. yeah. Grandma yeah. Diane turned into Maudai. So um, do you, is it okay if we call you all of those things? Whatever. Okay. So Mamacita. Yeah. You'll hear all <laughs> sorts of stuff. Okay. All right. So yeah, I used to like, um, yeah, I used to, well, our lives, we kind of, People always think you're a hippie, mom. I know. I know. People are like, Couldn't oh, your mom's- any further from the truth. I know. And I try and tell that to people. Like, my mom is not a hippie. Like, people just associate alternative stuff with being a hippie. Yeah. I know. But you're not a hippie. No. You're just alternative. You're a metaphysical scientist. Well, I say I'm old-fashioned, open-minded. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and my husband's always been Shane. My husband. Your you husband guys... hasn't always been Shane, actually. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but he's the only husband you know. Yeah. And, um, but he, he, he always tries to figure out my mom because she dresses um, not Kinda like a hippie. I'm no, sorry. No, she doesn't dress like a hippie. That's not hippie clothes. We, we have a name for it. <laughs> we have a name for it. What's the name? I didn't Shane coin this. Yeah, he, he calls it. Well, let me first say that the way that Coco told me was is that when we were first, when they were first married, that he yeah I'd come over you know and wear whatever I wear. To me, it's just normal, right? Just but he would, after one, after a few times, he says, <clears throat> "What kind of clothes would you call that that your mother wears?" And Coco says, I don't know. She just wears whatever she wears. And he says, hmm, I think I'm going to call it universe clothes. <laughs> yeah. So that's my style, universe. <laughs> yeah. The, um, just kind of different patterns, um, all those like jewel colors, uh, kind of interesting jewelry. Yeah. It's more mystical. Yeah. And flowy. And- yeah. It's not hippie. But it's loose. Yeah. And flowy. I think people just sort of put a lot of categories into hippie. Yeah. It's a little more bohemian 
yeah. than hippie. Like hippie's pretty specific. Um because my mom's sister was a hippie. Oh. So she was a real hippie. She was a genuine first generation hippie. Yeah. She was like she was at Altamont. She was at Haight Ashbury. Yeah. She was at hippie communes. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's still a hippie. Yeah. So my mom was the conservative one who was a psychic and did astrology and um she would go to like channelers when I was right. younger. Um do you remember some of that stuff, Mom? Yeah, yeah, I remember all of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mom, do you remember that? How did you get involved with that kind of like metaphysical stuff? Through dreams, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I always had dreams that weren't necessarily prophetic, but they were just dreams telling me stuff. And I thought that everyone had those kind of dreams. And I mean, I even moved down to this county because of a dream that I had. You Right, because you lived in Modesto. Mm-hmm. That's where I was born. I lived, um, we lived there until I was, what, five months old? Yeah. We and you had a, October. And you had a dream? Yeah, I had two or three dreams that all led up to us moving down here to San Diego County. Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and how did you learn... Like, where did you turn to for your education in dreams? In dreams? Well, when I was still living in Modesto, I had a neighbor uh, that lived across the cul-de-sac, and she belonged to a group that was from Edgar Casey. Right. That's the after-death guy? No, he was—actually, they called him the Sleeping Prophet from Virginia Beach. He passed away in the 40s, but basically he— He wasn't— he uh, would go to sleep and come up with all this, you know, information. Like what? Like Well, he, um, I guess you could call it psychic, but he was like a, he was like a cross between a psychic and a medium. Mm-hmm. But he would go to sleep, and the way that he first found out that he did this was when he was a little boy. His mother and her, his grandfather had, had passed away, her father. But he would go out and sit underneath the tree and come back in and tell his mother all these things that his grandfather had said to him, but his grandfather wasn't even alive. Wow. So, and then as he, got, <clears throat> as he got a little older and went to elementary school, he had a hard time studying, you know, and remembering stuff. So one time he was... Studying, he couldn't remember anything, and he laid his head down on his book and went to sleep. And when he, when he woke up, he knew all the stuff that was in the book. Cool. So people start asking him to go to sleep and find out what was wrong with him medically. And, oh. and he would tell them. You know, I mean, oh, he's a fascinating guy. So, and when he went to sleep, people would, you know, take notes because it was back in the days before, you know, the 40s, before right, all this technology. <laughs> and they would write it all down and uh, then they would get their answers. I see. And he yeah. helped a lot of people. He w- they consider him a mystic and right. a clairvoyant. Right. Clairvoyant. What? Is, what? Can you explain? Clairvoyant is uh, a psychic ability to see things, vision. Okay. Clairaudient is like hearing. Okay. So psychic can mean both of those things. Right. And also Psychic sounds like it's a big term for a lot of different things. It is. And clairvoyant and clairaudient are like a specific part of the psychic umbrella. Okay. And then there's clairsentience, which is 
there are some people that just psychically know things. They just feel it. Yeah. So um, if I am feeling like I get, you know how I get messages? Sometimes I feel like people from the other side, we're going to call it like they're dead and they're coming from the other side. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that called channeling or is it called, uh, what do you call it when you're getting a message from the other side? Like what? Uh, well, you know, the Long Island medium. Yeah, I love her. She's she's a medium. So in other co- words, okay. you're the intermediary, right? You for, the thing that comes in between, right? The person, the other side, and here. <laughs> so it's called a medium. Yeah. It okay. Is. So or channeler, you know, they're all the same. I know, but the channelers, like when I went to a channeler, they weren't channeling somebody dead; they were channeling somebody from another place. That's why I got confused about mediums and channelers because oh. I've always used the term channeling to channel right. anything. Because you're the channel for it. Right. right. And it probably is still, that's what it means. But it's very, like, there's some specific aspects to channeling. And I don't totally know all this stuff. Obviously, I'm no expert. Um, But when I have a, sometimes I feel like people from the other side are contacting me and they need to give a message to somebody. Mm -hmm. Is that called Claire Audience? I'm just feeling the message. You You actually actually hear hear them. Uh And that's what the Long Island medium's doing. She's hearing it, right? And seeing it. She does see it. Mm -hmm. I see clairvoyant. I see some pictures sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's clairvoyant. But I'm actually just feeling it. So clairsentient is maybe more what I'm getting. Okay. Where I'm just feeling it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, the, the fact is, is that you could be experiencing all three. Okay. It's just that most people will be predominant. In one. In however they receive this information yeah. in one of those. And by the way, Mom, you can move your mic if you're feeling like you want to look at us more. You Feel free to move it around. You just have to like keep this? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We just want to make sure that you're in front of it because we want to make sure everyone can hear everything you have to say. Okay. I've already told people you were going to be on the show today talking about dreams and they're like, when's it going to be aired? <laughs> um, so people are really wanting to hear this kind of stuff. Um, so... Chickens had some, I don't know, you said you did some experimentation in the metaphysical world. What did oh, you I do? was just a curiosity. I went to a few psychics. Um, I think I was in my 20s and um, saw a huge difference between, because uh, I recorded all of them. Mm-hmm. And so listening back, there seemed to be a big difference between people that were leading and asking the right questions and then coming up with stuff. And as compared to the one who I felt like she knew stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's all degrees of psychic. Right. Channeling, you know, whatever. And uh, it really just depends on the person. Right. And the bottom line to everything is their motive and really, how good of a person are they? You know, why, what's the purpose of them doing this work? Mm-hmm. Some people just do it because they want to aggrandize themselves, you know, and make themselves look like really important. And some people just do it because that's what they do. You right. know what I mean? It's like a service. <laughs> right. Yeah. But what's interesting is, is that everybody is a little bit psychic. Just most people have it, don't have it developed to the degree that, so how do you Others tune do. into it more? You can through your dreams. Because when you're dreaming, you're in uh, you're in the alpha mode. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole the thing about the brain waves resonating at so many cycles per second that mm-hmm. they've measured. 
And uh, when it's resonating from like zero to four cycles per second, your brain, you're in delta. That's like unconscious. Mm. But the next one up is theta, which is uh, a very, very deep, deep, you know, like probably Himalayan yogis get into theta, you know, when they're meditating. And that's uh, four to eight cycles per second. Then alpha, those are just approximate because everybody has a different, you know, numbers. Anyway, alpha, we've all heard of alpha state, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the uh, eight to 12 cycles per second. And that's where where you dream. That's where hypnosis happens. That's where your subconscious stores all the information that you've ever had. If you believe in past lifetimes, you even come with that information. Yeah. In stored in your subconscious mind. It's also the gateway to higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. So you can access higher things. And when I say that, I also mean that it taps into the Akashic records or the universal records that anybody can tap into. That's what Edgar Casey was tapping into was the universal Akashic records. Yeah. And anyone can do it because we all dream. Everybody. That's always amazed me. I walk around, I look at everybody, I go, how are we all the same? Everybody dreams. They may not all remember it. Yes. Why is that? Is that because you're not getting to that state? Or why can't... Most people don't remember. This is what I found, is that people that that don't remember their dreams, or they say, I don't dream, you know? Yeah. uh, Those are usually people that resolve any issues that they're confronted with in their waking state oh. while they're awake. Mm-hmm. Some people... They're getting shit done. Yeah. They can, <laughs> they can just... They're just go-getter, you know, do-it-now people. Although I have talked to people, every once in a while they'll have a dream, you know, that they don't understand, you know, whatever, and it, it'll be very helpful. But for the most part, it's because they get everything done while they're awake. Because a lot of dreaming has to do with resolving issues. Right, that you didn't take care of. Right. Yeah. That, that Something that's blocking you right. or... Or things you can't, you don't... Exactly. You don't want to deal with them. And the answers, are, yeah, most people don't want to deal with them because they're afraid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fear just keeps us from looking at anything. I, um, I think that's why some people have insomnia. That's oh. my theory. Okay. Is yeah, that, have, I never thought of that. That's... That people have insomnia because they don't want to dream. Because they don't want wow. to, they really don't want to deal with their stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Because, and I say this because cousin Kelly has insomnia. And when I gave her my special doTERRA um, potion that yeah. I make, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is vetiver and wild orange. Mm-hmm. Vetiver is a, has a sedative property to it. Wild orange is actually more uplifting, but it helps with some anxiety or that racing yeah. of the mind kind of stuff, which I think people get into when they are when they have stuff that they're not resolving. Their mind's racing through it all. Um, so it deals with that, and it, and it got her to start sleeping. And what she said was she was having these crazy dreams. Wow. Right? I love crazy dreams. <laughs> right? And so the dreams were to the dreams. So I, that was my theory was. Well, that's a good one. So she won't sleep because she doesn't want to have those dreams. Right. Right. That's a theory. And it okay. could be true for some people. Yeah. I like that. Well, because I haven't okay. been remembering my dreams that much lately. 
And um, there was one recently that kind of prompted this whole episode, which was I had a dream that I had cancer and I had my cancer tested. You know how they do that when you have cancer, whatever it was. And I don't, I can't remember where it was or what it was, but when they got, when they did the pathology on the cancer, what they found, the information that they found in my cancer was information to cure cancer. You were the, you linked it all together. Yeah. Like mine was going to be the one that they figured out how people could treat cancer and get rid of you it. You had magic cancer. I did kind of have magical cancer. And I remember that one. Um, hmm. And I still remember it. Uh, just those details of it. I don't remember, you know, I know you have a certain, um, uh, what's it called? Like a procedure or format that you do to interpret your dreams, which I love. And I would love to talk about it. And chicken has a dream here that we can work on. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I feel like dreams like that, that you still remember like days, weeks later, that's some stuff, right? Right. That you have, that you need to work on. And, um, and so do you want to talk about your process that you do? Sure. Or do you want to hear my dream and then take I'll, us through your process? Very quickly, I'll just talk about wh- why I started doing this process and this technique that I have is because I went to an Edgar Casey seminar, you know, because he's all about dreams and everything. And at that seminar in 1967, I was you a were good baby. Mm-hmm. You were a baby. I went. I know. I was born that year. Yeah. And the, uh, there was a dream expert there that had written a book, Dreams, Your Magic Mirror. And we were so excited because our the lady that was the head of our study group got us a special sitting with this dream expert. And so we all tried to have a dream, you know what I mean, or bring one with us or whatever. And I did. I had a dream. And it came my turn, and I told this expert the dream and everything, and she told me. She said, I was so excited to hear what she had to say, and she said, oh, that means that you were born in this country and that you're supposed to be this thing and this thing and this thing. I won't even go into detail. It's kind of, but anyway, she told me all what it meant. And I thought, that's not right. Mm. I knew it wasn't right. You know, I mean, intuitively, I knew that was really wrong. And I was so disappointed because I'd looked forward to the dream expert that had written the book. Yeah. And, uh, and so I went home and I thought, well, what am I going to do? So I read the Edgar Casey literature on it and he has, he has a deal where you go in and you figure out your own symbols. Yes. You know, you, what is that to you? They're all parts of yourself. Everything in a dream is a part of yourself. And if it's, even if it's another person in your dream, it's that part of you that relates to that, hmm. to that person, what you think of that person. So what I did was I started writing my dreams down. And I would I'd write them down, and then I'd get it all written down, no matter if it was one sentence, two words, or two pages. Okay. I'd write it all down, and then I would circle all the nouns, mm-hmm. people, places, and things. Every single one of them. You get a little English lesson with your dreams. And then, then I wrote, you know, the amount, and we'll say there were 20 of them. I wrote from 1 to 20 on another piece of paper. I wrote every one of the nouns down. Same noun gets the same number. 
if you were walking down the street with your sister, street is one, sister is two. Then, you know, and then you come around the corner and your sister, you know, looks all, you know, so she's still number two, that noun is. Anyway, and then what you do is you do a quick response to your list. Like a word association. Of noun, that's exactly right. And it's only to you because this is coming from your database. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're, like your experiences right, and what the world means. Are all in your subconscious, you. and you have dreamt from your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So your symbols are going to be different than somebody else's. Oh. So what you do is you. You do a quick response as if you're telling it to a little kid that doesn't know anything. You know, what's so-and-so? Or uh, an E.T., you know what I mean, that just landed on Earth, you know. you know. Yes, just... either a child or an extraterrestrial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you and you go choice. down the list, and then you get your quick response, and then you go back in to the dream, and instead of saying... Street. Street, you say, I walk down... A place that was taking me somewhere. And at first it won't make any sense. And then you start going, oh my God, that's what this is about. It's really weird. (laughs) It's It's very strange. It's really weird because it it gives it a new context Uh and meaning. Um, It's like you're tricking yourself. It is. I remember, I remember Coco bringing me a dream. She was all excited. We I talked about that Sarah. dream on the last show. <laughs> and she was all excited. And she was, oh, I had this dream. I was, oh, great. Let's write it down. It was a pretty long dream. So we wrote long. it all down, you know, and everything. And we were going through the nouns and the quick response uh, answers and, like, and I said, okay, so let's just read it back. You know, okay, you were walking down the street, and you da da da. And then pretty soon, Coco was like practically on the floor. She says, you know, Mom, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I, I want to do this, this anymore. <laughs> I obviously didn't want to deal this. My subconscious mind was repressing it, and the only way it would come out was in a dream. And Damn she it. and she never told me a dream after that. I haven't. <laughs> I think she was 18. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but I what I want now. <laughs> once she figured. I, and I told her last week, I'm like, why don't we get your dream? <laughs> Let's get you to have a dream. It totally well, sucks. You know, you're going to hate it. Let's do it with you on the show. <laughs> I told you it was going to be difficult. I did. I mentioned it. Here's what happened. Honestly, it was about it was a dream about my mom, right? Like, and there she is interpreting my dream. I'm like, God damn it, this is personal. Uh, you know, it's a little bit hard when it's your mom, well, right? Like, so my mom's a hypnotherapist too, and she won't do hypnotherapy on me because we're it's like a surgeon doing surgery on their own kids. It's you know, like you don't that. do it. Like, I have this great resource in my mom, but it's my mom, right? Like, right. you. So you're lucky, right? She's not my mom. Exactly. <laughs> She's my mom. But what I learned from that is how to do the dream so I can do it myself. Yeah, that's well, like, that's you know, my, if my dad listens to our show. Exactly, but not my dad. Your dad can listen. Exactly. Well, that's Which the whole point of why I wrote a book. Because I went to a meeting one time, and there were all these people that ran up to me before the meeting, and they all said, um, three people, all at the same time said, I had this really weird dream, which meant 
because we all knew each other, which meant, would you help me figure yeah, it out? right. And I just went, oh, my God, how am I going to do all three at once, you know? And so we went into the meeting, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go home, and I'm going to write out my – I'm going to type out the form. Type. It was before computer. Right. And uh, I says, I'll type the form out, and I'll make copies, and I'll give it to all of you so you can do your own dreams. Do and your I said, own oh, dreams. great. Yes. <laughs> <And> exactly. So- <laughs> That's what your book should be called instead of Easy Dreamer. Do your become- own damn dreams. <laughs> do your own goddamn dreams. <laughs> I think that would sell more than Easy Dreamer. Well, what's interesting is is that <laughs> I actually I'd buy that. I actually like I actually like dreams. to hear people's dreams. I know, to me, it's like getting to go to a movie that nobody's seen or will ever see. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, I, I feel the same way about there. hypnotherapy, huh? You know, there's secret stuff in there too that they're like. But you know, what's interesting about that is I. Forget. I know. I don't remember. I don't remember that, any of that stuff. And besides that, anyway, so I made the, the forms out. And I got them all Xerox down at the copy shop. You know, we didn't Xerox. And um, I, I made I about typed f- it and Xeroxed it. <laughs> oh. And I, I got them all ready to take to the people, you know. And so I, I took them to the, you know, the people at the next meeting or whatever. And they said, okay, well, so what do you do with this? And I thought, oh, my God, I've got to give do some instructions. have to inst- do everything? I have to give some instructions. So I thought, well, okay, I'll go home and I'll type out, you know, how you, how you do this form. And then when I got home, I thought, oh, my God, I think I'm writing a book. Yeah. They suckered you, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. They suckered you into writing a book. The universe suckered me yes. into doing it. So And so I've been writing it for many, many, many years. I've had it done two or three times, you know, and then things change, you know, like we've got the Internet, we've got iPhones, yeah. we've got, you know, everything. You know, and, um, I liked... You're saying to type your dream out, but there was one thing that I remember specifically about your process, which was you had people tell you their dream in their, in the, and the way they told the story was also important. Yeah. And so now with all these recording devices, you could actually just tell your dream onto your voice recording on Mm. your mobile and you can actually even have it. Um, t- uh, transcribe. transcribe it on your, it's easier now. Yeah, it is. So I think that's an important part was that you would, you took the information in because it's how you tell the story of your dream. That's part of the interpretation. And so now people can, instead of just calling, you know, they can, they can, they can say it. They can tell the story of their dream, although it's good to have another person there. Well, that's very important. I think it is. The good only thing is, the is that part. if you feel at the, in the beginning, you know, when you're doing your dreams, sometimes you just don't want to tell other people because yeah. I've had people tell me their dreams that had been criminals. You know what I mean? And like, uh, <laughs> what do you mean criminals? <laughs> I mean, people that were in in jail or prison. You know what oh. I mean? That had had trouble. Oh, like criminals. Gr- yeah, real criminals. <laughs> Guy. There was this one guy that in found jail. out that I, I did dreams, and he said, could you help me? And I said, sure. And so he told me his dream, and I just went, oh, my God. He thought that it meant something else. You know what right. I mean? It was something I can't repeat. But anyway, he thought, he thought that it jail. meant something else, and actually it was a very classic universal symbol in his dreams that he was doing. And I said, that is not a big deal. Yeah. I says that happens to everybody. And it was the kind of and he was so relieved this big huge, you know, criminal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I thought he was almost crying. 
Oh. You know, because... You yeah. Freed him from mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You and can't then the, get set yeah. yeah. The other guy that I helped with a dream that was very, very important was uh, a, a, a fellow from up north in Ukiah, California. And he is, his family owned a big lumber yard up there, you know. But he'd been in Vietnam. And uh, he kept getting drunk, you know. He was an alcoholic. And every time he got drunk and went on a binge... It, it, it affected his whole family, their business, you know, and everything. It was just out of control. So he heard that I did dreams, and he came and asked me, he says, do you think you can help me? He says, because I keep having this repetitive dream. And every time I have this dream, I my life falls apart, you know, and he has to come back to the recovery place. So I said, sure, I'd be glad to. So he told me the dream, and basically it was, um, he was, uh, he dreamt that he was in Vietnam, and he was responsible for giving the command to set off the landmines, mm. you know, and I guess they were on a boat, some kind of a boat. Anyway, and he said that, uh, and that when he, he, uh, he dreamt that when he came back on the boat, you know, the, the landmines had been set off, and like they were bringing aboard the boat uh, some survivors, you know, that were going to die, Mm-hmm. because they'd been blown up by the landmines. And he said that he felt responsible because he'd given the command. And there was one young kid that was, you know, they had brought aboard to interrogate before he died. And he said that, and this really happened, but his dream was the same thing happened, only when he looks at the boy, when he bring him up, you know, on the ship, he looks into the little boy's eyes, and it's his younger brother. Mm-hmm. that he's seeing coming mm-hmm. on board the ship. And that's the dream that sets him off every time and ruins his life. And I asked him, I says, well, do you believe in, in God or a higher power? And he said, yes. And I says, do you believe that little Viet Cong or whatever he was, boy, you know, has a spirit or a soul? And he said, yes. And I said, well, what I want you to do is I want you to, before you go to sleep tonight, I says, when you're in that consciousness, you know, I want you to go in and recreate the dream and tell that boy that you're sorry and that you'll pray for him or you'll, you know, call on some healing for his soul or whatever and that you're really sorry. And he said, okay. And so I saw him the next night at a meeting and he came over to me and he whispered in my ear. I was sitting at a table. This is the sweetest thing. I always get tears in my eyes when I think of it. He said, I tried it. He said, and it worked. I swear, I was so happy, you know. And then he came over about a week later. He says, I want you to teach me how to do that because I want to help other people do that. I think a lot of people are suffering and they keep a bunch of stuff inside and it does come out in their dreams. And if you go back in and you recreate your dream, like I say, you know, this is the same thing with hypnotherapy. For reoccurring dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Or even any dreams. That was heavy like that. Yeah, and... Because what you'll have, what'll happen is you'll wake up and you'll have you have very strong feelings usually when you wake up from a dream. Yeah. And um, uh, so he did, and he went ahead and, and did that. But you can anybody can do that. If you have a dream like that, you write it down, and then when you go back in, if it was a troubling one, yeah. you go back in right before you go to sleep, and you recreate that dream, and you you take it where you wanted it to go. Right. You know what the healing good place would be. I actually-
actually do that a little bit during my dream. I feel like sometimes I have to like change my dream while I'm in it. Right. Well, yeah. th- then you can get to a point where you can do it while you're actually dreaming. Yeah, I've had that. Like I'm so disturbed in my sleep. I'm like, yeah. I've like, I gotta change this. How this dream's working mm-hmm. out here. I gotta work on it. Maybe but I have that special power because my mom. Psychological <laughs> saying. Or maybe you're a control to... freak while you're sleeping. <laughs> That's probably true. The psychological saying that I always like to remember is to relive is to relieve. Mm. Oh. And, you know, it's like riding in water after you've said it out loud. When I used to be a preschool teacher and the kids would come up to me and they didn't, you know, little three and four-year-old kids, and they, they'd be crying. They didn't know, you know, how to ex- communicate or express, you know, what was going on with them. And the minute I would say, are you hungry? Are you, are you, are you scared, you know? Are you, like, sad because of something happened? And they, when I would get to, when I would guess, you know, what it actually was, they'd go, yes. <laughs> when you hit on it. Yeah, and yeah. then it was gone. Oh, yeah. They just, you know just what I mean? It was like, it just dissolved it. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I'm like that, too. But dreams are like that. Right. They're just come they're just bringing these things up to the surface but there's not all bad dreams. <laughs> you know what I mean like I've had prophetic dreams, you know, where I learned something, you know, was going to happen and it actually did. And sometimes you'll have a dream where you dream something and the next day it what you dream you say, "Oh, I dreamt that last night." Yeah, it's that kind of deja vu right. dream. Those kind of dreams are the ones that are telling you to pay attention. You know, and to do something with that dream. Reoccurring dreams or recurring dreams are dreams that are a theme. T-H-E-M-E. It's a recurring theme. Is that the one where it's um, finals and I'm late for the class that I didn't know that I didn't drop (laughs) and I don't have pants on? Yes. Yes. That one? Have you had it more than once or twice? Yeah. Seriously? (laughs) Yes. Is that what's written on your paper no, right there? No, that was a different. No. Oh, we you don't, and your legs don't move. You don't have that dream. I don't. My legs. Oh my god! You don't. Have you're p- naked. You're late for class. You thought you dropped the class, but apparently you missed the deadline, so you haven't been. You're totally gonna fail the test. And like I said, you don't have pants, and your legs don't work. Wow. That's- All the time. You get that all the time. Yeah. My scariest dream, and I've had these for years. Is that it used to be back in the days of the landline rotary dial was that the <laughs> dial had fallen off of my phone. Oh. And then it got to be my where I just love talking on the phone, by the way. <laughs> and then, and then it, the scary part was that I actually lost the entire phone. Oh. And now I kind of wish my the- dad was listening to the podcast now <laughs> because that was always his big complaint about my mom. They're divorced now. And this might be one of the reasons why. Um, Sorry, Mom. Probably is. It's fine with me. I get to talk all I want now. <laughs> he was like, my Living God. Because you used to have to pay for phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the he, long distance calls my, would be. My mom would be on the phone forever. <laughs> you know what I finally did to resolve that? He's always saying, yeah, the phone bill was so big this year. And I says, well, how much was my phone bill? You know, $50 or something. I said, okay, how much was your gasoline and your upkeep, you know, of your uh, your pickup truck this month? He said, well, you know, a couple hundred bucks. I said, well, that's transportation and communication. And you're actually spending more on transportation than I am communication. That might be why you got divorced. <laughs> 
I think there were probably multiple reasons. There's, there's a whole bunch more, but we won't go into that because no, my uh-uh. stepmom does listen to this show. <laughs> so, chicken, let's do your dream. Let's. Do you want to do it? Are you afraid? Did I? Did we scare you off? No, whatever. Okay. I... Okay. So, mom, how do you want to do this? Do you want? Well, she's already got it written down, so we can actually just quickly go through the noun things. Yeah, go but, ahead. All right. So, let's hear your dream. Okay. <laughs> and you've only had this dream once. Yeah, no, and I... And your I, pants are on in it. Yeah, and my legs work. Okay, okay but first, yeah. before you go into it, when did you have this dream? Last night. Okay, so it was last night, and mm-hmm. uh, what I usually do on my dream form is I have you write your name, okay. your, the date, uh-huh. the location, where you in dreamt it. In my bed. That is, okay, yeah, but uh, where? In what in town? In Acadia. Okay, Acadia. Okay, and it was last night, it was you. Yep. Okay, and then the next thing that we ask, I call it the event prior to dreaming. What was going on with you last night before you actually went to sleep and were dreaming? Uh, what were the last things that was like you were thinking about? I didn't know there was a test. Um, <laughs> we went to dinner at my parents' house. We had pizza. It was a really great night. Um, and your mom found that thing in her pizza. Yep. She found a big um, like pepper stem in her pizza. Hmm. This could be. That's in your dream, right? We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's good. And now your dream. Okay. So I, when I woke up, I wrote it down just from what I remember. It seems totally jumbled and crazy to me. Great. Okay. And Coco was in my dream. (laughs) But maybe it's not really Coco. Oh no! This is good. This is how it turns bad. (laughs) By the way, I can already tell. We're not going to be friends anymore after that. No, I'm you kidding. thought that you were going to put it all on her. <laughs> exactly, right? that's what and the dream about. With you in it. <laughs> yeah, and none of it makes sense. Okay, okay, sorry. So I can't really like give you background or okay. setup or anything. Nope. So we were together. Some woman was visiting us. You hit her. <laughs> Like who hit her? We Say are, her name. Chicken Coco? and Coco were together. Yeah, Chicken and Coco were together. Um, a woman came to visit. Coco and the woman were having like a pillow fight, and this isn't like a nope. like naughty co-ed pillow fight. Yeah, like you just real... like yeah, you just whacked her, <laughs> whacked her with the pillow, um, whacked her, which was like game on. So she kicked off her shoes. She was wearing tan. Who's she? Um, the woman the woman kicked okay. off her shoes. Yep. She was wearing tan booty shoes. And when she kicked them, one of them got stuck on the ceiling. Okay. Okay. And nobody could reach it. Nobody could reach it. Nope. So the woman's husband came to get the booty off that was stuck on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't reach it either. He brought... <laughs> we just got the raised eyebrow. Oh. <laughs> He couldn't reach it either. She did the dreamer interpretation eyebrow. She, she knows what the symbol is. Apparently. No, I don't. It's okay. your symbol, but okay. But I do get an idea. Okay. The, the husband of the woman had a baby with him. Mm-hmm. The baby was, it wasn't cling wrap because it wasn't plastic, but she was wearing a dress that like you got wet, it wet and you put it on and it like kept shrinking to, you know. Shrink wrap. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was kind of like shrink wrap, but it wasn't plastic. It was painted on paper. And Wait, so it was what kind of paper? paper? 
No, Jinx. it was um, like <laughs> paper, but shrinking paper. What kind of paper? Shrinking paper. It wasn't plastic. It was I know shrinking. that, but it, what kind of paper was shrinking? Shrinking paper. Was it yeah. like this kind of paper? Was it like... I don't know. It was a shrinking okay, paper. Okay, Shrinking dress. paper. It didn't Just make, paper. Okay. It didn't make sense to me okay. either. Shrinking okay. paper. And so the little girl walked funny because she had this... The baby? Yeah. She had this shrinking dress on. It made it hard to move. Okay. Then I think Coco and I are walking on the beach... It's really, really, really dark. Lots of clouds. Very dark. Um, And we're walking back and forth. And each time we walk back and forth, the cliff gets steeper and steeper. Hmm. Like the the beach. Stop it. The beach (laughs) is kind of disappearing as. Oh, I'm going to miss you, chicken. So the cliffs are eroding. It's a steep drop, um, and it's scary. Now, I'm looking for a bathroom, okay. and all the bathrooms that I'm looking for are super gross, and I'm lost in like a maze-like place, mm-hmm. and I can't find. <laughs> it is like here, vegan Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a bathroom and they're all gross. <laughs> no oh offense to specialty produce. No, You've got you. a lot of other things going on for you. But you do need to up your bathroom game. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so I'm lost in this maze looking for the bathroom. And then there are weird robotic maids. And they're kind of attacking me. M A I D? Yeah, like. Okay. But they're robots. Robotic mm-hmm. This was so great about dreams. They're very entertaining, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> yes. And they're sniffing me. Snipping what? Sniffing. sniffing. Oh, like, sniff. Yeah, yeah, right. They're sni- sure, right? Of course. Um, and <laughs> sniffing robots. Yeah. <laughs> like and, sniffer dogs. Yeah. And now there are also robot- robotic toys, and they're all over the ground. And they're almost like magnetic because everywhere I walk, they're like grabbing onto me and mm-hmm. um, grabbing onto my legs. And I had to, like, kick them off and stuff to get through the maze. And then um, Coco and I were in a stadium, and you tipped backwards, um, like, over the seats, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you landed, you tumbled into a crowd, and they turned out to be your f- people and your family. And you hurt your knee really, really bad, and you wouldn't let me. Um, you wouldn't let me tell them that you hurt your knee, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't let me help you. And um, you were late for catching a plane, and you didn't know how you were going to get there because you had this really gnarly knee injury, and you wouldn't let me help. And that's all I remember. That's it. Okay, well, hold your hand over. <laughs> Oh, my God. The sniffing magnetic maid robots. That's like a punk band. Okay, so I'll have to say right now that it would take way too long to do every single one of these now. Yeah, let's just do a portion of it. So what you do is you look at the – I believe that dreams come in threes. There's dream one or part one. Yeah, that was a three-parter, wasn't it? Yeah, dream two or part two and dream three or part three. Okay. And then, uh, um, by the way, when you woke up, what were your feelings? Were you afraid? No, it's late. 
late. So damn late. Yeah. Late to what? Well, to getting the shoe off the ceiling and to getting okay. out of the beach and to getting. But no, 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 no. When you woke up, what was your feeling? You're awake now. It's you're at your house. It's you, and you're not dreaming anymore. What was your feeling? Um, I was frustrated. Frustrated. Okay. Because you were late. I was late in your dream, and there was a shoe right. on the ceiling. You were trying to. You didn't get any hurt. You felt like you had to solve all these issues. Uh, and I really did have to go to the bathroom. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's probably it. That was the whole dream was just get up and go I to the gotta, bathroom. I got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that means. You just had to pee. You're good. Now, that's, what, that's what some of those psychics that you went to would have you believe. But anyway, the first part of the dream or dream one will usually be the part that's telling you what the dream's about, you know, what the topic is, the issue, or whatever. The second part of the dream will usually tell you how it came to be, mm. you know, what brought it on, you know, how it ca- got caused, this issue. And the third part of the dream will give you your resolution. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty interesting. It seems to go that way all the time. And even if you only had one long dream, there's a part of it, you know, there's certain parts to it. Okay. Anyway, so the first part of this dream is that you are. Uh, you can move your mic again, Mom, if you want. If sorry, that, no, no, you can move, move it so it's so you can look at chicken. No, okay, move it. like this. Uh, if that's comfortable, <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, okay. Um, See, I feel like you're this turning. Is, this your body. doesn't look like the first part of this dream. She said it. She didn't write it. Oh. She was saying it looked like she wrote it all down. Yeah. Those were just cliff notes. She actually restated it. She didn't write it. Right. She didn't read exactly what was on there. But let's yeah. just take a few of her Okay, so you, a few of her items. Again. So you yeah, you're with Coco. Again. You're with Coco. So yes. this dream is about something to do with what you're what you the part of you that has to do with being associated with Coco. When you think of Coco, what do you think? Define Coco to me. Awesome. Okay. You can say what you really think. <laughs> what else? <laughs> um, friendship. Okay. What else? There's some other parts. Um, like, what do I symbolize to you? What kind of friend am I? Um, connection. Connectedness. Connections of what? Back to friendship. Um, devotion. Um, okay, that's good enough. And then I feel uh, like you're waiting for the the right answer. You're, no, 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 no. Going back like, to my, I get all psychic. the answers okay. because one of them will be more powerful than the other, and that okay. would be, that would be the epitome of what that symbol is to you. Okay. And so you're with her, mm-hmm. and you're, um, and then what happens? Something about booties? Yeah, she. What there's are another, There's a woman there. Yeah, she. She. Yeah, there's a woman there. They get into like you pillow you, fight. Yeah, you sucker punch her with a pillow, and it's it's not a fight. I don't know. It's not a fight fight, but she's like, okay, yeah, game on, and she kicks her shoes off to have this. Well, who is this woman? I don't know. Okay, she's a woman. She had short hair. But short we don't. Hair. We don't know her. Mm-mm, I didn't know Strange her. Strange woman. Mm-hmm. And we get into a pillow fight. I don't think she had a pillow. Oh, I pillow fight. What is, a pill- yeah. what is a pillow fight? Um, she hit her with a pillow. What's a pillow? A place. I'm where an you alien rest. little baby girl. <laughs> um, 
What's a pillow fight? What's a pillow? A place where you rest. Okay. That's what I want to hear. Okay. What's a pillow fight? What's a booty? Uh, it was a shoe. A shoe? Yeah. What kind of a shoe? What's a... Uh, pl- something to protect your feet. Okay. I think I'm getting the game show now. Yeah. Am I, am I, am I clicking yes. in? Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, like, come on, Ma Dye, it's but a was, shoe. But was that booty something you'd seen before? Like, was it a certain type of booty? She said it was beige. Yeah, yeah like it was tan. Tan. What is what is tan or beige? What does that um, mean? You know, in thinking about it now, there's a pair of boots that Mackenzie left in my bathroom, so they were similar to that. Um. Okay. Beige and tan are versatile. They okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Shut your eyes, chicken. Okay. Yeah. Shut your eyes. And then, um, okay. So there's, to me, it to get into the to the that she got into. She whacked somebody. The strange Coco, lady. Coco yeah. whacked the strange right. lady. And uh, I think probably this has something to do with uh, you being at odds with yourself. Mm. Okay. You know, like, you probably like to think of yourself as uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this awesome mother, you know, whatever. You know, it's. It, I think it has to do with you being at odds with yourself. Okay. Because, um, because of the fight. Mm. This is about a fight. But it's telling you that it's not really harmful. You know, we're going to kill anybody with a pillow. Oh. Right? Oh. And so, uh, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> no, it was not. It, it was a right. fight, but was with a pillow. Yeah. A it's pillow more of an inner gentle fight. It's, yeah, it's more of an inner struggle. Okay. And uh, you were probably just trying to resolve some feelings that you had before you went to sleep. Okay. You know what I mean? That probably came up that you didn't get a chance to address at the time. I mean, like if Mackenzie left her shoes in the bathroom... Were they supposed to be in there? No. Mackenzie's shoes aren't ever supposed to be in my bathroom. <laughs> right. So right. what were they doing in there? It probably irritated you. Okay. And so that's probably what it was about. It was probably about you uh, being irritated. Yeah, you are. That pissed nobody to- puts their shit away. Especially yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah, she leaves. We call them Kang bombs. Yeah. And you can just kind of walk in a room behind her and know exactly what she did and right. in what order because it's all just right, right. there. Okay. And you were probably very irritated. Hmm. Okay. Or at least... It's an ongoing theme. Some kind... Yeah, right. And, and like there. you said, since it's an ongoing thing, it's probably... Um, what was the end of the dream? The end of the dream was getting on a plane, wasn't it? That's mm-hmm. the very end. Yeah. But, and so yeah. that's the resolution. The resolution is that's a universal symbol, is an airplane. What it means is it's rising above things and... And uh, going to a higher place. Oh. You know what I mean? A higher space within uh-huh. you, you know, in your consciousness. And probably what that means, Coco's probably an example, you know, of the part of you that, you know, is awesome. <laughs> you know, or that that is, you know, is a good friend, you know. Or uh, that feeling that you have when you know somebody's a good friend. You know, mm-hmm. you're not irritated with them or nothing. You just, it's fine. Um. I think it's probably the parts of you that really don't like to feel like that. 
Hmm. You know what I mean? You wish that it was just, you didn't have to deal with those things. Who wants to be the guy that's always complaining, you know, or the woman that's always complaining about, that has to be the bitch. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that. No, I don't want to be a naked And bitch. so, uh, but what happens is, is it's just showing you that you need to rise above that. Okay. And where did you go in between? Um, you were at a stadium? Was, she, well, that was at the end. Um, so the woman's shoe gets stuck on the ceiling and nobody can reach it and her husband can't reach it and the baby in the shrink wrap dress. Her husband can't weird. reach it. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> out of reach, the whole issue, mm-hmm. out of reach. And also the husband is usually either your actual husband, your relationship to him, or the part of you that is is more reasonable and more with more wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what the the universal male symbol usually is: is reason and wisdom. Okay. And so he couldn't even reach it. You know, I mean, your reason and wisdom. You know, abandoned you. Okay. When you're in that state, see what I'm saying. That state of irritation with herself yeah, and not yeah, wanting to. Right. And you don't like that. You know, it's like, you don't like it. Right. Who does, you know? I mean, who wants to be that person? But unfortunately, being parents and guardians, you know, of people, we have to be the, 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 te- the you know, the principal, you know, <laughs> the, the guy that, you know, sets all the rules and makes sure everybody follows them. Okay. And, um. And I think basically at the end. Okay, what about my um my my cliffs, my eroding? Wait, cliffs? wait, what about the shrink wrap dress? Yeah, what about the shrink wrap paper dress? Oh, that the baby was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, what's I a baby? A baby is a pet project. But what's a baby to her? What is a baby? Oh, I'm even starting to. Th- Think like I don't want my babies to grow up, and I'm going to confine them in there. Uh-huh. I can't yes. even move. I'm smothering my children. Shrink oh wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. This isn't fun. No. When you realize what you it, don't even yeah. want to talk to me again. Huh? Yeah. God, I'm smothering. So, um, yeah, because you are having some stress about that. I am. Yeah. And yeah. you probably feel guilty that you're mad at Mackenzie for all this stuff because you want her to be there and keep doing that stuff, but you also want her to grow up and like take responsibility for herself. And put her own but if she yeah. right, but if she takes responsibility for herself, she's not going to need you, right. and you're going to have to put her in a shrink wrap dress to get her to yeah. stay. <laughs> yeah, shrink wrap. That would be go up at the top of the. You're conflicted of the form where it says title. Your kids <laughs> to be independent and not need you, and wanting them to desperately need you. Yeah, that is a theme for chicken for wow. sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And so then are my eroding cliffs just the the, <laughs> the <laughs> yep the time that's just yeah going the so eroding fast. cliff is that. Yeah. Every time I look, it's closer and steeper. <laughs> yeah, it's cl- she always says that. How long till the kids is in college? Pick up your shit off the floor, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. here's what you need to do. Okay, when you Shaker. go to sleep tonight, you need to go back to the cliff, uh-huh. and you need to amend it. 
You know, I mean, you meet, need to make it all right with you. Mm-hmm. You go with your higher self. That's what the airplane is. You go with your high, to your higher self, and it always knows what to do. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the higher you. It's your spiritual you. It's your, you know, whatever, your higher mind, you might want to say. Mm-hmm. And you go back in, and you go right back to that cliff. Yeah, chicken, the wounded knee. That, yeah. And that you, I wouldn't let you help me fix it. Yeah. Gosh, it's all about that. Yeah. Okay. What about the um, the sniffing attack robot maids? I think that's pretty obvious. You do. <laughs> I think the looking for a bathroom really she was. Is I just my had daughter. To <laughs> Come on. Sniffing well, I'll tell you one robots. thing. I'm always very careful when I do a person's dreams in. In uh, public, so yeah, we'll have to finish this. In yeah, you know what? We have to wrap it up anyway. We've are we at? We're out of time, right? Yeah, we're over time. So um, you interpret that however you like. Yeah, you know, no, but I think you're onto something, chicken. I think you're starting to realize the themes of this dream, and you're seeing the symbolism and how it it can translate to that stuff. How do you feel, like? A little drained. Yeah, that's what happens when you hit it on the head, basically. Um, We have to finish up, Mom. We could. My mom, the five hundred dollar phone bills. This is why (laughs) we could talk forever. I never had a five hundred. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm exaggerating for the entertainment of the show. So, Mom. (laughs) Diane Tanner, um, you if if anyone's listening and there, my mom does um, dream consultation. She does astrology. Um, she is she has a website you can contact her on. It's called Alzora's Cosmic Cafe. We will. It's A L Z O R A S Cosmic Cafe dot com. Mm-hmm. And there's a contact page if you want to work with my mom. Um, she's very reasonably priced for doing consultations. Um, and she throws in more than dreams because she's got astrology and she's got um, hypnotherapy and she's just, she's got everything going on. She's a, she is a great practitioner of all this great metaphysical stuff. So you can reach Diane Tanner at Alzora's cosmic cafe.com and you can, we'll have a, links to all her stuff in our show notes and, um, <laughs> And yeah, so there it is. Yeah, there's Alzora's Cosmic Cafe. Uh, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. For freeing the housewives. Yeah, because chicken. It was fun. Yeah, we could. We can. We drove down together. We'll and have her. Go c- easy on yourself. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. So, um, you're gonna be. You're gonna make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The kids grow up, chicken. Oh man. Oh man. Free the housewives. Yeah. You didn't realize what you were getting into, did you? <laughs> All right. Housewives. Housewives out. Thank you so much for being with us today. Follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud and like us on iTunes. Just please like us. Come on. Like us. Well, I guess this is where we say goodbye. I hate goodbyes. My grandpa always used to say, yep, 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 well, real good then. And then he'd hang up. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.